This episode of GameScoop is brought to you by Twitch. This episode of GameScoop is brought to you by PUBG Mobile. What's up, everybody? Welcome to IGN GameScoop. I'm your host, Damon Hatfield. Joining this week is Justin Davis, Scoop. Sam Claiborne, Yo. and Mark Medina. Castlevania 4 is good. And we've got a great show for you this week. We're going to talk about, of course, Red Dead 2. We've been playing it a lot more. We've been able to process uh, some of our thoughts about it a little more. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about the uh, SNK 40th Anniversary Collection, which I reviewed recently. The hottest topic. And is out right now. <laughs> but first, I went to the dentist this morning. Mm-hmm. Zero cavities. Dentist says everything looks great in there. Do you nice. get do you get cavities? Not in, typically. I mean, I have twenty years ago. Maybe I had a cavity. I just like some people's teeth. They just get them no matter right, what they right. do. Yeah. Uh, that sucks. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, can I do a butt first? Yeah, sure. I found. Oh my goodness! Oh, this is so great. This is going to be uh, difficult for people that are listening to enjoy. However, yeah, I won't uh, spend long on it. Go to YouTube.com/slash/games. So we have an archive. Of uh, old games here, and it's at, you know, organized IGN. very well. Yeah, Easy to it, find, it, whatever it, it is. It really you're is for. just like piles of, of <laughs> games and game boxes and stuff. But in that archive, uh, I was uh, deep in the dusty tomes, and I found several hundred Nintendo 64 <laughs> instruction books. It's a box ah. that is only Nintendo 64 instruction manuals. There they are. I want to. And so, I know it's hard to see, but like I'm holding right now, this is probably 20 I'm holding in my hand. And there's many, many, many more. Bio freaks. What is what is Sun sixty four? That's Puyo Puyo. Oh, yeah. oh, so okay. I, I don't I know who Puyo. these belong to, but they range from <laughs> Pilot Wing sixty four in Japanese to World Cup ninety eight in English, and they're very funny. And I've been looking through them, and I just thought yeah. I'd bring them by for everybody to see. Listen to this one from Konami. It's a generation of arts, speed, and power. Gasp. Fighters <laughs> next stream. But is that is that a North American? No, I think that's a Japanese manual. That so really I just crazy. wanted to offer up to everybody out there: if you uh, need help with your game, uh, just tell me which page of which uh, <laughs> uh, instruction booklet to go to, and I'll, I'll look it up for you <laughs> and let you know. Is Mario, so, if Mario sixty four was in here, that'd be it is. It is. It's in Japanese, I think. Oh no, no, there's an English one. Yeah, uh, oh. there's a. Uh, so it like, is. if you were stuck in Chameleon Twist two, for example. And you needed to learn how to use your tongue to move. I could tell you maybe what the quick movement took to do. You uh, press the B button to shoot Davy's tongue. My, my favorite thing about in the Mario sixty four rule book, yeah. we saw that there are instructions in the rule book for manipulating and moving Mario's face on the title screen. Oh, that's if you great. want to have a lot of fun on the title screen, here's the Japanese the game starts before it even starts. It's the Japanese uh, manual for Mario's Golf, which is it's called Mario Golf sixty four. And then the slogan is for all players hoping to touch the true entertainment. What does that mean? <laughs> you know, Mario Golf. Touch the true entertainment. Mario Golf. Uh, right. It's also worth pointing out that some of these Japanese manuals have this card that you can take out, and it just it's like a quick reference for uh, the controls of the game. So you can like set it in front of you while you're playing, and you don't have to dig out the whole manual and dig into it. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And, these, and you can just you can just call me. These rule know. books are so amazing. This was like the last generation of like like they're thick, they're and all, glossy, yeah. and full, full color. I think going this, into PS2, that lasted yeah. a little longer, and then it was gone for. This one's 55 pages, and it has maps of bugs and birds and fish <laughs> that card thing like is really cool because those they yeah. still make those because every time i go to an event it's like how to play assassin's creed odyssey and that card is there with mm-hmm. all the controls on it yeah, it was like how to play black ops 4 and i'm like thanks so guys. if i had to pick a favorite this is my favorite this is majora's mask mm-hmm. in japanese with yeah. cool majora's mask in japanese art yeah so neat but kind of a thin thin feeling manual for such a Big game, mm. but I'm sure oh. there's a note section in the back that's adequate. Yeah, for you I played to this fill game a lot. Chef's love shack. All right, let's get into uh, the topics of the week. It'll be hard not to get distracted with a pile of Nintendo 64 what second game manuals in front of us. Uh, Red Dead 2. We've got a bunch of emails mm-hmm. from our uh, our fans out there that have been playing Red Dead 2. First one comes from Brent. He emailed us at the address gamescoop at ign.com, just like you can. Brent says, with the chance to have played Red Dead 2 for uh, two weeks, what are your hopes for the upcoming Red Dead Online? While probably not plausible, I would love to see Red Dead Online become a living world over the next five years where players themselves create new towns on the map and build civilization up to what we know as the 1930s and 40s America. (laughs) Allow players to become well-known outlaws, sheriffs, sheriffs, even mayors of towns based on their progress in the online community. While that is fully possible, my next idea is The Leap. Take that world the players have built and create a GTA 6 with it, an Al Capone-era GTA. 
That's his, that's his idea. I like how he just glosses over how the first part of that's possible. <laughs> 1930s and 40s. 1940s is World War II. <laughs> two, two world wars in the span of Red Dead Online. War just over there being cowboys. Yeah. Uh, no, the question is, though, now that you've had a chance to sit with Red Dead 2 for a while, what, what do you want from Red Dead Online? What do you expect it to be? I think that game ended up being a little slower than a lot of people were anticipating. Like, what does that mean for the online is a, component? Is it a spoiler to talk about what's the region that's not in the game? That's not a spoiler, is it? You know. shouldn't talk about that. Okay. Well, I want them to add more explorable space. Yeah. Hmm. For the, online? The game is not... Yeah, big. like that map for online is bigger. I want the map for online to be bigger. Yeah. Hmm. That's, a, that, that, that's a, totally the, possible. Red Dead 2 map is actually surprisingly not that big. Well... Like, when I, when I, when I look... We, like as someone who's been running around it for the past two days, mm-hmm. when I'm like, "Oh, I need to go to the mountains," I always start running, and I'm I'm kind of there before I know it. It I've takes around 15 minutes it's, to get from one corner to the other. It's mm-hmm. it, it's big, but it's not like in some games. If you're like, "Oh, I gotta go over there," like it's like an experience. You're like, mm-hmm. oh, "All right, here we go." Like let's let's go on this journey. But in Red Dead, you're just kind of like the open there. fields. You just run. Yeah. With your horse. Yeah. So I think my him. hopes would be that there's extensive co-op story-based missions mm-hmm. and that you can go in and you form your little uh, squad, your gang, and then you can do the, this type of stuff that you're already doing in Red Dead, but you're doing it with other people. And it's actually challenging because I, I, I do die in Red Dead sometimes, but it's always from a horse kicking me by accident. Yep. It's usually not in the shootouts in towns. Mm. And if I do die on a shootout in town, it's like it starts you right there yeah. and you just keep playing through it. But any like strategic heist type things would be the way to do this. That reminds me, did you do the bounty where uh, you're, you, there's the, the guys that call themselves, they've taken it upon themselves to be like, uh, like sort of like pirates? And they are, they'll like Mm-mm. try to shake you down when you're riding through their territory. Mm-hmm. So you have to pay a fee to pass through. Mm-hmm. You haven't encountered those I, guys? I haven't done that. Well, uh, first, I've been, I've been robbed before. Yeah. Like, yeah. I've had a lady stop like, 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 oh, help me, sir. And then she's like, gotcha. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, there's a bounty for like the leader of their gang. And then you have to go to his hideout. And his hideout is set up. It's like a dilapidated fort. It's, like, it's probably left over from the Civil War. Mm-hmm. And he's inside. And there's only one way in. And I kept, I, Tried a couple times going in, and they're like up high. He and his he and his boys, and they yeah. like killed me a couple times. But then I figured out, well, I'll just draw them out, and then I'll go out the front and just yeah. wait for them to sort of come out through the bottleneck, and mm-hmm. I was just picking them off them. In the bottleneck, yeah, that's really smart. Just, do you ever snipe from a distance? Yeah, I do that sometimes. That really works well for exactly. enemy hideouts as well. Yeah. Um, I think to uh, Brent's original point, like, no, we're not going to get some game that takes you through decades of real world history. (laughs) But I would like to see some sort of permanence where, like, the gang is such a central part of the single player game. I mean, it's not even a central part. It is the whole game is, you know, you and this gang and this camp. And I'd like to see that carried over into online where, you know, you build up a camp, you build up a hideout over time. You know, you do missions. You have to sort of scrap and chop down trees and hunt and do these things to sort of build up a hideout in a cave and carve out a space of this world that's kind of your own and, and tame, you know, tame the land a kinda, little bit. Kind of makes me think of Fallout 76. Yeah, like I guess built, it is. You're, you're putting your camp where you want. You, mm-hmm. You're building it up, but then they give you the option to be able to move it if you want. I would like to see almost a little MMOE where, like, you can't do this in, like, a weekend. Like, it's going to take mm-hmm. you. It's going to be a journey of, like, weeks and months with you and your friends. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know there's going to be a lot of train heists. Yeah. I don't know. I, I'm I, Red Dead Online is just weird because it's like mm-hmm. GTA Five Online. It was very obvious it was always going to be like DeLoreans and Batmobiles and stuff like yeah. that. And I'm like, I don't know motorcycles how they're going to yeah, yeah, I don't like, know how they're going to sustain jumping Red Dead cars and trying to land them on rooftops. Yeah, and stuff. So like, I don't Trip, tripped out. Is it going to be like tricked out horses? Like yeah. it doesn't <laughs> feel a, like here's it. a cool horse. Like who's going to like who didn't spend money on like the DeLorean, right? Like, you want that car, but like, we just I don't know what horse they would have to put in the game the one for really, people to be like, I need this. The wonderful famous horses. What GTA Black 5 Beauty? does is... Uh, <laughs> It introduces like deathmatch maps and you know other things around. It uses the single player world and then constrains you in a specific area to like have these interesting play experiences, Mm -hmm. right? So like this, whatever, like the prison in GTA Five is there to be a prison in GTA Five, but in a multiplayer context, it becomes this whole different thing where there's different levels and so you can imagine like even if they don't go completely crazy and completely reinvent you know shared world multiplayer. Even just, you know, deathmatch and team deathmatch and last man standing and horse races and all that stuff in the interesting locales and environments, you know, in that dilapidated fort. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. there's, there's a lot of hours of fun to be had, even with a little bit more conventional multiplayer experience. I think they just put kart racing in it. 
is car, car racing? Cars, yeah. It would be like I don't care how to explain cars? it. I don't need a story. <laughs> It'd be like soapbox racing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just downhill. Yeah. <laughs> what in tarnation is this? Come on, get on in, brother. Don't worry about it. And that's it. It's pretty good. Thanks. That's or like bad. missions where you have to fly a plane, but you have to fly a plane through rings, and you have to get all the rings. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I found there's a newspaper article about a tr- trying to get a flying machine. Yeah. Oh, really? Uh, they're experimenting with you know trying to get an yeah. airplane working. Yeah. I read that mm. the other day. Uh, there isn't like a launch date for Reddit Online yet. It's Spo- right? supposed to be November. It's going to be this month. It's supposed to be. It will, this, that almost certainly means it will be February. <laughs> Could be. I don't know. I, I thought I had read somewhere that it was supposed to be this It was. It was supposed to be yeah, one month after, like the, a month after the, game. the game launches. Yeah, but we haven't heard anything about it yet. Mm-hmm. So unless it's going to be like a surprise, like Thanksgiving weekend, like it launches then. Oh, God, no. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> Hopefully for it, Sam's it's like case. terrible news for us. <laughs> uh, Let's go on vacation. We got this. <laughs> Speaking of Sam, this next email uh, it would be a good one for you. It comes from Brad Bayer in Grand Rapids, Michigan. All right. Is it about the Glover manual? Because uh, I have it right here. Uh, yeah. Hold on. No, it's actually not about Glover. All right. Oh, let's put fine. that back down. It says, a week or two ago, you talked about how the entire IGN wiki team will be working on the Red Dead 2 guide mm-hmm. with so many cooks in the kitchen. Too many cooks. How do you go about doing that without having too many people trying to do the same thing? I mean, you all, you all have to start at the beginning, right? How do you portion out the work? Yeah, so we do some interesting stuff. Uh, without giving away trade secrets. But we usually have somebody focused on the latter half of the game or the, even the end of the game. So that person might just play a lot of the game and not actually do a lot of work for a little while and then be able to inform the people working through the game what they should be doing more of. And then those people are split into things like uh, one person just wrote our walkthrough. Casey DeFritis just wrote, wrote the walkthrough. That's every main mission, how to get the gold requirements, all the mm-hmm. screenshots. She just did that. That's her job. Mm-hmm. And then we break up everything else that same way. So we don't step in each other's toes because we're all working on different little vertical sections of the the wiki. And are you passing around save files when people need to access different portions of the game? So when someone gets to the end of the game first, their save file is so valuable to us that we have to use it. And I actually use Destin's game file, Mm -hmm. for instance, to explore and spoil a ton (laughs) of the map. And yeah. I just sat one afternoon and just exposed the entire world map so we could answer a lot of questions we had about where trappers were or, or where, uh, you know, the edges of the map are and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that kind of stuff happens a lot. It's like you'll read about something and you're like, oh, I, it was there's a, a certain thing that you got to have like 40 animals studied. And I, yeah. so I went to the Wiki's team and I was like, does anybody have this? And one person had it. And I was like. Perfect. Mm -hmm. Now I don't have to do it. (laughs) So we totally share saves. And like, really, it's just, it's like you would, uh, if you've ever worked on like a school project, like a a giant, you know, school project or something, you just have to be organized and you have to start a spreadsheet and everybody has to to just have different assignments daily. And that's Mm -hmm. basically how we do it. And one person does nothing and then they're kicked out of the group. (laughs) That is exactly, or (laughs) no, it's more like one person does everything and the other three people are just like, well, let's let that person do it. That's a school project for you. Such a, such a control freak. Yeah. Yeah. Mark, Mark, you're still playing Red Dead yeah. 2 all day long at your desk all day <laughs> today. What are you working on? So It's funny. So when I play at my desk, I'm not, not spoiling it I'm, for everybody. I'm never, I'm never like progressing. I'm using a, a very vanilla file where I can pretty much go anywhere, mm-hmm. but my game looks like anybody else's game. And then it's, it's when I go home is when I progress more. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm mainly helping the wikis team right now <laughs> well mark's finding easter eggs and, yeah. and uh what that means is that you know you guys know what easter eggs are but mm-hmm. uh, in this game there's just a bunch of different little hidden instances of, of cool things and usually they're like x files e or yeah. something like that and so mark uh finds those on the internet or uh, from people here have been sourced a lot of them like we're you know finding stuff more yeah. than other people because we're just collectively so many people are playing it yeah 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 and uh, you know we had a big head start so uh then he goes and then he gets that and kind of yep. writes out the instructions and captures it. Oh, he, mm-hmm. Mark is not on the guides team. He's just nope. a, a video producer here, uh, but, but he's been helping. Well, you were also yeah. gathering just general B-roll of like, we need picture, we need we need footage of a holdup. We need footage. Yeah, of so like- it's like, it starts with this mission of like, hey, let's show interesting stuff. And then it kind of delves into, okay, now let's go have a big features meeting and we'll talk about things we need for that. And then it becomes the same. And what he means by that is that for a feature that we have, like uh, things we like and things we don't like in Red mm-hmm. Dead, I mentioned <clears throat> liking rock formations and exploring them. And he had to capture that footage. Yep. Yep. Uh, and then it be kind of it kind of becomes this like 
kind of search trendy kind of thing. Yeah. Where it's like, hey, this is really hitting, so we'll kind of lean more towards stuff like that. So that's the kind of stuff I'm working on. It's just seeing what people are interested that day. Mm-hmm. And it's like every day it can be different. Yeah. Yeah. So this morning in the uh, GameScoop fan group on Facebook, someone was complaining about Red Dead spoilers yeah. on IGN. Yep. And I responded to them asking, do you have an example? Because I would hope that people yeah. would know that like we're not purposely trying to put sure. spoilers on the side. But do you know what they were referring to? Yeah, I, so I, do. I, I can do it without spoiling for people. Mm-hmm. But yeah. we have a different, everybody has a different limit for spoilers, right? Yep. And uh, there's things in Red Dead, as I already mentioned, that you can play the entire game and definitely never see like they're so well hidden yeah. that uh it's like the easter egg in uh and zombies and call of duty like that takes a huge sequence of things to make that appear so everybody searches zombies easter egg or zombies uh, i i won't even spoil those but they search those direct terms mm-hmm. for how to beat zombies so we provide that service we say hey here's how you beat that and we label that way and stuff like that. So he was fine. He would fa- find like a cool, we as I said, a cool like an X Files yeah. moment type mm-hmm. thing. And I'm not uh, seriously. I'm talking about the X Files pantheon, not something specific. I'm <laughs> trying to spoil it for you. I'm saying like it's an unusual, <clears throat> non, you know, like like you, something you wouldn't normally expect. And it's yeah. just small. It's like a small thing that you stumble upon that that's cool. And there's and, like a uh, good chance the thing that was posted nobody will ever find. Yeah, but it it, it, be, it, really it does become do it, it does become this thin line of like what is a spoiler, and you can walk around the <laughs> office and be like, "Is this a spoiler to you?" And mm-hmm. it's like, "Well, no," because that's not like a a story beat. Yeah, but some people yeah. some people think reviews are spoilers, yep. and they're what? just they're just saying stuff that is in the first couple out. hours of the game. I've had people say that some of the first fifteen videos we put up spoil the game. Mm-hmm. It's the first fifteen minutes of yeah. the game, and then so there's a difference between us putting up. A video for you to opt into, and then us putting up a video that you are an image or a word that you don't get to opt into, yep. and that's a spoiler. And we will try to avoid those at all costs. And we made a mistake, and so we're sorry about that. We are. Is that why I'm on, Damon? No, no, no. So I just, just like. Yeah, I just, well, I'm the one who apologized. You're the one who did it. That's true. I am. Yeah. The one. You, you can go now. <laughs> I don't know. For me, there's very little that I would consider a spoiler. In Same. a game, unless there's like a significant story beat, but like mm-hmm. to be honest, I don't really care about stories and video games that much at all. Like just yeah. in general, uh, it's only very recently the stories have even been very good in games. So mm-hmm. I do think the story in Red Dead Two is very good, very strong. I think so as well. But it's and I'm not just like if I you know this is not this is just an example. If I'm playing a game, if I was playing an Assassin's Creed game, uh, and, it, and it was set in Japan, and there was. Uh, so, a, a sort of little Easter egg in there that that the developers had thrown in. That's an allusion to a giant monster that someone had kaiju, come, yeah. uh, some kaiju coming mm-hmm. out of the water, yeah. and that was like I read that before I played the game. I wouldn't consider that a spoiler. Mm-hmm. That's just like something that's in the game, and I don't care that. Yeah. Like, so you're whatever. just on the other side of a line that we know people are sensitive mm-hmm. about, and we know they're sensitive about. It. Like I, it's not even worth arguing about. Like sure. we don't yeah. need to put spoilers on IGN, and we don't mean to. Yeah. And it does. It just because it's because it's like you. It just didn't occur to us that one instance was across cr- you know crossing a line because we have to censor our stuff all the time for. Spoilers. Well, and yeah. it, it always becomes this line of like not only is like is this a spoiler versus is it not a spoiler, but like. The game's been out for two weeks, so now everything's being found. Like this information is readily available. So then, when are we able to kind of jump on this and be like, "Hey, it is now common knowledge that this is a thing." It was very worrisome with uh, Spider-Man. We didn't want to show like any suits mm-hmm. past the first like three because we considered every single one of them spoilery. And then eventually we had a hit to hit a point where I'm like, people are searching for these suits. We have to show where to find them and show them off and stuff like that. And it's like the game's been out for you know, a week or two. And yeah. eventually you have to just kind of, but. And again, yeah. we want people to opt into that experience, mm-hmm. not have it anywhere on the homepage. Again, I would not consider any Spider-Man suit to be a spoiler for myself. But yeah, I would. Just, I would ask people that are sensitive about spoilers to just try and keep in mind that what's a spoiler to them isn't necessarily a spoiler to everyone else. Mm-hmm. You know, and like the entire internet doesn't need to like bend to your will and to appease you, the individual. Well, they, they need to be opt-in though. Is the thing I understand. Yeah. I understand. Yeah, the main thing is like when Game of Thrones airs, if I'm not able to watch it, I literally just stay off Twitter because like yeah, exactly what some what some people don't consider spoilers is just like live tweeting the episode, and I'm like, 
Mm-hmm. I can't yeah. do this. Yeah. So then I choose to not. I mean, that's why it's nice that not we, being on social media. We have editorial standards about spoilers, so we want you to not have to avoid IGN to yeah. uh, yep, see spoilers. Sure. Like that's that's the goal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So unlike Twitter, which no, there's no top person on Twitter. So right. We're gonna, we're gonna make sure you don't see any <laughs> Mr. Twitter stuff. There is no top person on Twitter. Doctor Twitter. No yeah. one. <laughs> Uh, there's no prin- there's no principle on Twitter. No, Twitter has Twitter has no rules. <laughs> uh, but let's get back to the actual game, Red Dead Two. Uh, we've spent a lot of time with it now. Uh, Mark, you're still playing it every day at your yeah. desk. Are you playing it for fun? At home, I am. You are. Yeah. So like, there was a while I really like Call of Duty Black Ops Four Blackout. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there was a time where I we we got Red Dead and I was still going home and playing Blackout like every night. Are you over Blackout now? No, I love okay, it good. so. Much. That's good. I love it. And uh, so that's what I'm struggling with is like I'm playing Red Dead until I see people on. And then I'm like, you know, what? let me just see if they want to play Blackout. And then they're like, yeah. And I'm like, OK, that's it. But now I'm finally getting to that point. You know how you reach this threshold where you're like you're trying to beat a game and you're you're kind of just going at it. And then eventually you you feel like it's wrapping up and then you get addicted. That's where I'm at right now hmm. is I feel like I'm getting there. And so now I'm like I'm going straight home and I'm just playing every night. Like until yeah. I go to bed. Okay. That game's because long as hell, man. That game's super long. Yeah, yeah. I thought I was pretty much to I'm, the end, and our wiki's editor John Ryan told me I am still twelve hours away, wow. and that broke my heart. I'm in chapter three. I've been playing it every night. Um, nice. That's where I am right now. Uh, Sam, you're still playing it? Yeah, side questing uh, in this form of like, well, I've been so I've been working on the hunting guide a lot, mm. and uh, just coming in, kind of documenting that stuff, and, and the other team's helping with that. Uh, part, members of the team are helping with that too. But I've been hunting a lot, so like this week, I really focused on some of the big game that's dangerous, and I uh, I was hunting uh, alligators, and it was really fun. Gator hunting. Yeah, it was really scary and They're fun. Scary. And there's some side quests in that area that I was doing where yeah. it's like you have to go around all the alligators. It's great. You're the bait. Yeah, it's it's you can totally bait. Your horse is the bait. Them. Did yeah, you no, did you write your gator hunting guide? I did. That's that's you out there. So if people need any help, legendary gator. Yeah. Or uh, or uh, the other one was alligator perfect pelt. Oh. <laughs> or the search but, terms I, that will find the guides. I think like everybody, it's like I'm trying to mainline the story now, but there's just so much stuff that pulls mm-hmm. you away. Yeah, there's so much to do, and but I want to do it all. It also delivers on the promise of like it's kind of unclear what story and what's not. Mm-hmm. Like you know, so it's just this sort of meandering. You get these little vignettes of like, like it's a story mission to go out on a boat and fish with your boys and sing songs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's totally just like a character moment, but um, you know, but it's not like advancing. It's not like propelling you through a storyline with like high stakes. You know, it's just let's have us a song. Yeah, <laughs> that was a really funny. But Justin, you're not playing it anymore, or at least not. not at, no, not actively. I, I'm just like it's a very busy. I run all of our shopping content, so as we gear yeah. up to Black Friday, I'm very, very tired at night. And Red Dead is not a great game to sort of play when you're when you're already I'm pretty just tired. Zone out and play a game. Yep. Yeah, it's uh, it literally put me to sleep once, and that doesn't mean I like hate the game or anything, but it's just not sort of the right game for me right now. It's like very involved and. I guess the action parts of it are very, very involved in the semi aspects, but then there's such long periods of downtime that it's just, it's, I, I can't, I, you know, I'm having yeah. trouble getting into it. I think my main, my main gripe, my main wish is I wish there was like a medium walking speed because it's either you're walking, you're, you're walking super <laughs> slow or you're sprinting. And yeah. when there's you sprint, nothing you, in between. you hurt people. Yeah. And there's like, or you're just, you, <laughs> you crash through a door. Yeah. It's yeah. like, yeah. Well, boom. That's not what and I was trying to do. Everybody at the bar actually I know. Reacts. It's like, that's, that's I was right just like. trying to enter your yeah. There are times where I don't even feel like I'm walking that fast and he still just like crashes yeah. through yeah. When you go into the place like where you Kool-Aid take a bath, man. you're like, bam, Kool-Aid man <laughs> through the door and the guy's like, oh, you're back, sir. You're like, I need a bath. There needs to be like a medium walking speed. The thing, the thing that I'm most impressed with two weeks into Red Dead, by the way, is that uh, like it just so delivers on like the hype and promise. Like I, I try to keep games at arm's length before they come out, where like they have this marketing speak of like the biggest game ever told, and like blurring the lines between what's story and what's not. And like Red Dead's one of the few that I actually think delivers on sort of all the rock star promise in that way. Like this game has been out two weeks, and usually even a big game, even like an MMO or whatever, like when you have five million people with all eyes on it, like they've picked it all apart mm-hmm. everything's been found everything's been discovered but like that's so not the case with red dead like um there's still just story beats and parts of that world that. and towns yeah. and mm-hmm. and and there are like literal easter eggs but mm-hmm. even just like other elements of the game world and interactions and like 
Like I'm you here. Found eggs? <laughs> Not literal, died? literal. Oh, well, okay. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Um, well, we just need to know because we need to write about yeah. it. We did not. <laughs> but just like no character moments, and like I had this interaction with Uncle, and like you know, mm-hmm. big stuff and small stuff. Like I called them names. Nor- yeah, dude, he hates Uncle <laughs> so. Uncle, you old drunk idiot. <laughs> so hilarious. Get away from me. <clears throat> and like we're hearing these stories around the office and I'm reading them on the internet and it's a different one every time and a new one every time. And it's like one of the first times ever that like I feel like we're going to be hearing, you know, weird little details and character moments and parts about this world and, you know, just dialogue for months. That was like Zelda. That was the last time that happened. Oh, sorry. I'm not supposed to mention that on the air. <laughs> Uh, I love the story. Right. I love the characters. I love the voice acting. Yeah. Um, and I also like the combat. I think the gunplay is really fun. In that. I, I you don't like it? No. In my, we I did don't. a love or hate feature, and I was like, I love the combat. Yeah. I like it a I lot. I look forward to my next shootout. Yeah. You like, like the, yeah. uh, you like, you get behind something, mm-hmm. and then you just like stand up and hit trigger. Stand up and hit trigger. No, I like stand standing up, up dead eye, yeah. find a guy, See, shoot his face you off. You have enough go back dead down. eye to do that now, though. It, yeah. It starts slow. Where you it does, it does start a little slow. I like, I like, Okay, so when you when you're behind cover and you you pop up to aim somebody, it always aims at their chest, mm-hmm. and, and so I it, like aiming and flicking it up and yeah. shooting them and getting that headshot. Yeah, it feels so good every yeah. time it happens. The game actually has a tooltip that suggests that you do that. It's like the auto aim is at oh. their chest, mm-hmm. and then you need to sort of nudge it up mm-hmm. yourself. And it's it's this weird compromise. Like no other game feels like that. Like this compromise between auto aim, but the game's not like playing itself. Mm-hmm. You have to make an adjustment. Yeah. yeah. Well, and there's so much you have to count your shots. Like you'll yeah. you'll shoot. Yeah. And then you'll like go down, and then you're like, "I'm gonna get this guy," and you'll go up, and he'll be like, "Oh, shoot, it happens." <laughs> and you're like, "No, <laughs> yeah, that's every shootout." And then the physics and the character animation is so good. Like when you shoot someone off yeah. a horse, you have there. There's any of a hundred different ways that they could fall off, or maybe yeah. like their foot will be caught in the stirrup and, and they're dragged off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really it fun. was it was like one of the first times I played the game. I didn't understand what Arthur was doing because I had my horse. He was just like standing on a hill, and Arthur used to get on it, and he like. You push triangle and normally he just jumps on it. Instead, he kind of like grabs and then backs up mm. and then runs and jumps. And I was like, oh, it's because my horse is on a hill mm. and he has to like work harder to get on the horse. And he like gets on and like almost falls off, mm. but then pulls himself on. It's so good. It's ridiculous. I really so good. like the treasure map so much. It's my mm. favorite thing I've done so far where you actually get a sketch. And it's like, oh, I've seen a waterfall, but I don't know if it's that one. You go check it out. Uh, <laughs> I'm done with them. I did all did the all treasure maps because wow. I think there were I can't remember how many there were in the last game. It felt like more, but I'm sure it's the same amount. But I just want more of that. Like I really, really like that. I hate treasure maps in games. Yeah, <laughs> I just it show, it's like it's like two pine trees in a cave, yeah. and I'm like, okay, what the well, fuck? Like this, this world's game. so big that like yeah. I can't. Like, I remember them. In I completely the- agree. This has writing and it's in cursive mm. and it's hard to read a little bit, and it'll be like and it's press square go, to read. It'll be square. like go north of this thing, and then that was helping with that. Yeah. So I really like. I think they made it easier, but to the point which I felt like really rewarded for finding this stuff. Should I ever go back and hundred percent it, I will absolutely just wiki those treasure maps. <laughs> yeah. I'm the same. Yeah. You I, might have to do that to start the treasure I, I didn't know we weren't allowed to talk about Zelda here, but I'm going to talk about Zelda again. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm not allowed to. Oh, okay. Uh, you guys are cleared. With Breath of the Wild, the, the memories, I was like, I can't be bugged. Oh, yeah. I, I can't be bugged to awesome. do these because yeah. it's like, here's a tree yeah. stump. And I'm like, nope. Yep. No, I'm the, I will I'm, look I'm, you up. I'm the exact same way. Though that is a very similar <laughs> yeah. idea. Yeah. Yeah. It's in yeah. Skyrim, too. I don't know. I think I'm just kind of... Black Flag. I guess I like the visual treasure maps in uh, Black Black Flag. Black Flag ones were good. I like Mm -hmm. when it's like something I feel like I can recognize. When it was like Ganon's castle in the background. I was like, oh, exactly. And there's more of that in this game. than. than And then it was like, here's a tree. And I'm like, oh, great. (laughs) (laughs) Weird Black Flag detail. I know this is a deep cut. But the treasure maps in that game were so satisfying and fun. But then the way that... Just the animation of... What was his name? Edward? Edward. It was this ancient treasure. And the animation was just him being like... And then it's like... Just there. there, and it bothered me every single time. I'm like, you're just, just a on. just an inch or so. Yeah. Yeah. you're just on the beach, man. Like, it doesn't make any sense. Um. All right. Anyway, I I am really enjoying Red Dead Two, like we uh, covered a couple weeks ago. There was an adjustment period to playing the game. Did you guys all get your 15 gold bars? Mm, not 15. Did they patch it out yet? No. Oh, that's for no. That was the exploit. Yeah. Remember, I told you I I messed it up when I tried it. How many did you get? Just one. You just pull out the one, and then. But if you don't do it in the right order, then you only yeah. get one. Oh. Yeah, you, you, you got to do it. I know you were past it by that point. I, is, it, is it patched out? No, I don't think it's patched. I I, I'm the one that it. made the video on how to do it. I refuse to do it for myself mm-hmm. for two reasons. Reason one, I don't think money is a problem in that game. Yeah, just it hasn't playing been a problem through the game. Well, it isn't I once have, you have fifteen thousand dollars. <laughs> I just I have thousands of dollars just playing the game normally. You have thousands of dollars. Yeah, I have like oh, yeah. four grand. Okay. Well, yeah. Like, do you loot everyone? 
Yes, mm-hmm. but you get like two dollars for a pocket. Watch it adds up. It all adds up. It doesn't specific, add up to what the fifteen thousand dollars. Not fifteen thousand, but there's and a I specific didn't do bank mission, point, which I regret. That they're like, if you let's try to get every vault, and I got them all, and it gave me so much money. Can we do? I have we have mission. we done like the inflation rate? Like, do we know what it is in twenty eighteen money? You can just go. Yeah, there's internet stuff for that. But I, I'm just saying, like, we should do that as a feature. Like, how like if how you're upgrade, how much I'm money are you actually paying to upgrade Arthur's? That's really cool. All right, Justin Davis from the features team. How much money tell. should I look? The wheels at are always while spinning. We're transitioning. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Used to be. Experience the mobile game IGN calls a remarkable technical achievement. PUBG Mobile is the official mobile version of Player Unknown's Battlegrounds. Enjoy eye-popping graphics, super smooth controls, and a variety of exciting play modes. Parachute onto a remote island for a winner-takes-all showdown. Survive pulse-pounding 100-player battles on a remote island filled with danger and opportunity. Make your way through sprawling rural and urban environments as you scavenge weapons, vehicles, and supplies inside a relentless, shrinking battle zone. Mix it up with different play modes that include teaming with up to three other players in squad matches. Drop in, gear up, and stay alive as long as you can. No Techie declares PUBG Mobile the daddy of Battle Royale. Defeat every player, stay in the zone, and before you know it, you'll be shouting your victory cry, winner, winner, chicken dinner. Download the official mobile version of PlayerUnknown's Battlegrounds for free. Go to your Android or iOS app store and type PUBG Mobile. Collect a special reward using the link and promo code provided in the episode description. Play now. All right, while you're looking that up, let's look ahead from uh, Red Dead 2. We have an email from Alan. Mm -hmm. He says, longtime listener, third or fourth time writer. Now that Red Dead 2 is out, I was curious to get your thoughts on Rockstar and what you think their next game should be. Mm. DLC for Red Dead is inevitable, and I would imagine the next big release we see from them will probably be GTA 6. However, I was thinking it might be nice to see them go back to one of their older titles, maybe Bully 2, Manhunt 3, Max Payne 4, or L.A. Noir. Or maybe something new and innovative altogether. Yeah. Any chance we get something new from them that is not GTA? What are your thoughts? I'm confused why he says Red Dead DLC is inevitable. Well, they'll do. I mean, they're going to add stuff to online. They'll do online, online sure, yeah. but like I don't think we'll get DLC. I don't think DLC. we'll get ever, ever all those DLC. updates to GTA Online. Do you not consider it to be D- DLC? I, I guess not. <laughs> yeah. Well, people would really love to have an Undead Nightmare too. I would. That love, would be great. That's the starting point. Yeah. yeah, that'd be great. That'd be great. Yeah. I would love, love, love to get a bully too. Although I will say, I got into the Yakuza games this year, and mm-hmm. as d- different as those games are, they scratch the same itch in the sense that it's a very, very small, very detailed open world space. It's not a whole. It's not the whole of the United States or a whole state. It's one town in really, really loving detail with a lot of really detailed characters, and that's what Yakuza is providing for me as well. And that's what I liked about Bully One. Bear with me here. Yeah. GTA in Tokyo. Sure. Did that work? No. No. <laughs> could not uh, work. <laughs> no, I mean, people, sure people bring stuff like that up a lot, but GTA, it hasn't always been this way, but modern GTA is really synonymous with satirizing different parts of American culture mm-hmm. and U.S. culture and, you know, the region and time period in which the game is set, you know. Um, so I, I feel like at that point, it's just sort of like really detailed open world that's not gta anymore mm. yeah, the satire could be lost on a lot of well not that there's not things about japanese culture to satirize but i just don't think that's mm. rockstar's, no, no, I just rockstar's mean, like, mo like us, you know yeah yeah uh did you figure out the uh yeah inflation? i did i would like to see a space game uh so gta in space fifteen thousand dollars in grand currency spaceship auto no grand theft spaceship yeah yep. there you go i like that Fifteen fifteen thousand dollars in nineteen hundred currency. I think it's about nineteen hundred. Maybe it's, it's eighteen ninety nine. Eighteen ninety nine. Yep. Uh, is a would be four hundred twenty eight thousand dollars in twenty sixteen. So half, but you know, close to half a million dollars for that that exploit. Hmm. But I also looked up. This is interesting and I think more relevant. A stage coast coach costs like mostly across the map. It's like fifteen bucks. Wow, that's bucks. expensive. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. It, it's totally inexpensive and it's prohibitive of me using it. Yeah. And that's why I was saying I never have enough money because I, I can't just wantonly spend on uh, that. Anyway, it's uh, uh, it, that would be $428. So like a plane flight. So, wow. So. Yeah, so the stagecoach. But when you think about it, it's supposed to be a stagecoach is supposed to be like from Colorado to yeah. Louisiana or something. Okay, yeah. that's true. Which probably would have been day's journey and cost oh, yeah. a lot of money. Yeah. Sure. So I think they did try to hit that. And if you think of that, so if, if $15 is $428, then like things that are 5 and $10 and stuff are all over $100. Mm-hmm. And that's like all guns are like $25 in the game. Yeah. 
Yeah. I remember looking at the general store outlet, like the the little book the first time. Yeah. And I'm like, hair pomade is four dollars. Never gonna be really? able to afford that. I don't, I don't remember. But <laughs> I don't like, think so. I think I a lot of that stuff is stuff. like is like twenty cents. Oh, okay. Like I, well, maybe it was like the weapons, and it was like twenty yeah. bucks. And I'm like, <laughs> anyway, yeah, yeah, I told you. <laughs> is like realistically, is GTA Six the next game from Rockstar? Either that or Table Tennis Two. Mm. Table Tennis Two. Hmm. Yeah, no question. They'll move on to GTA. I, uh, yeah, could be. Yeah. Yeah, but it, I don't well, know. <laughs> <laughs> you don't sound you don't sound. The, the thing that's weird about it is like. Uh, I don't know the developers' names or anything, but when he was saying like he would be very worried to release Grand Theft Auto in today's climate, and it's like, is are things really going to be different? You know, four years from now, that they'd be comfortable releasing a GTA four. Well, or years even from now? even more so than that, like the the lead time of these games, if they start work on that now, if they write the game now, that's yeah. going to be out in five years. Like, who even knows what America? Like, things are accelerating and changing so quickly, and just the landscape and makeup of what's sort of in our American consciousness that like I wouldn't want to try to predict like what's going to be on the ball and like you know good satire and like really thumb in the eye of like the establishment that's where back to Vice. that's exactly right so I think maybe Vice they pick City. a time period again mm-hmm. um you know they do either a remake or re-envisioning of Vice City or or they may choose to go that direction mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. It's tough because it's like at the end of the day, though, like Rockstar could kind of announce anything and it, it, it'll it be a big deal, but nothing would be as big as GTA 6. I think GTA is <laughs> the next game, but I don't think it'll be set in modern day. Uh, well, that's interesting. Uh, how about this? There were five years in between GTA 4 and 5. It has been five years already since GTA 5 was released. So like, mm-hmm. well, how far off is that game? Yeah, but Rockstar works differently now than they used to. Like they sort of they were all hands on deck for Red Dead Two, mm-hmm. and they've sort of changed the way that studio functions. Yeah, because so. Red Dead One was Rockstar San Diego, right? Yeah, and then so. it's the two started at San Diego until everybody kind of got pulled onto it. Mm-hmm. So I would say GTA Six, five years. Yeah, <laughs> so maybe, ten maybe years, more. <laughs> ten years in between five and six. I would think they'd have pressures pressure from Take Two to make more games than that. Yeah. yeah well, except that GTA Five just keeps it print. You know, it was the well, top selling game last month. If, if this that year, right? Continues. Yeah. No. That's totally true. Uh, if no, that's Far Cry Five. I don't think Red Dead's going to do the same thing as GTA. No, so but I think GTA Five. Yeah, if GTA Five continues, then they don't need to make a game again. They have to make one for you know their artistic interests, what, which what, they should do. That's why everybody should make cool things. What could be weird though is the fact that GTA Five they put it on the modern, what we call now the modern consoles, PS4 and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Even though it was launched on 360, but by the time GTA Six comes out, we yep. should be seeing new consoles by then. Or think about it so, in the reverse: if the new consoles are out, then nobody's going to want to play GTA Five. That's what on I'm, the new it's consoles. exactly. It's like they can't keep banking on GTA Five when now we're all in PS Five. Xbox, whatever territory. Yeah, the next consoles, and I'm presuming 2020, just based off nothing but my gut. But that mm-hmm. that sort of starts the timer for when Rockstar needs to get serious about another GTA. So it's like they almost need to get another another GTA Six out, so that way they can push out another GTA Online mm-hmm. to kind of renew that, get that going again. Maybe they'll do. They'll finally just uh, they'll do full GTA MMO. They're halfway there. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That actually sounds like an MMO I would be interested in checking out. Mm. <laughs> um, oh, Sam, you have unearthed one of this the greatest disappointments of my gaming life, the manual for Shadowgate 64. Yeah. Oh, I love Shadowgate on NES, and I was super excited for this game. And this, this game, game blows. It's a game about <laughs> trains. Go, 64. Go. <laughs> See, there's a train on the cover, and then all the trains in the game. game is I just think about you're a train conductor. And you're a train conductor. Yeah. Yeah. If you had told me, hey, Mark, what is Go 64 about? I, I, I would probably name four things. It may not Why actually be called that. There's a Japanese character there. That Dencia. Dencia de Go 64. Oh, okay. Okay. All right, let's move on. Let's move on from Red Dead and Rockstar to the other hottest game of the moment, SNK 40th <laughs> Anniversary Collection. I reviewed it. I gave it a seven, and I'm the only one here who's played it. Mm-hmm. Probably the only one here who's played any of these games. Well, you showed me uh, Ikari Warriors <coughs> three in it. Yeah, Ooh. which well, Ikari Warriors three sucks, but one and two. Oh, you, two was the cool one, one and two are still really fun. Yeah. Well, there's you, voice. There's voice acting in in Ikari two. It opens up with some voice samples. It's the only thing I've heard about this game is Damon, who sits right behind me, saying it is a great collection of not great games. Yeah, that's it. So it was actually an interesting. <laughs> exercise to review because it's yeah. digital eclipse the guys that did Mega Man legacy collection and the street fighter anniversary collection and the disney afternoon collection mm-hmm. they do really good work and this is a really well done sort of museum 
uh, gallery of mm-hmm. 14 games. That, They're like a simple arcade team games. of game history lovers. Yeah. Like they love preservation. They love looking up like the old docs and the, like mm-hmm. design docs and stuff for the game speaking yeah. of instruction booklets like they're like like if they are exist, exist they're scanned in yeah so it's 14 games at launch 11 more will be added next month and like they're really simple arcade games that are, you're not going to get a lot of mileage of it's weird they're adding today. it's weird they're adding more yeah it's like i don't it's it is weird <laughs> and there's nes games well so they're arcade games and if there was an nes port mm-hmm. that was included too so like akari warriors all three of those games pow uh, Gorilla War, Athena's in it. So the Athena, like well, a lot of these games are like that, but the NES game is like totally different. So yeah, interesting. yeah. yeah. I'm of- always really fascinated by that. I usually think about it in the context of like Double Dragon or like mm-hmm. Donkey Kong. Like I never have played the arcade versions of those games, only the NES. You well, haven't played arcade Donkey Kong? Uh, well, in my life like, I have, but I'm just saying like okay. the version of that that mm-hmm. I experience is, you know, is uh, is NES always. Yeah. We were talking about games like Bionic Commando and Gaiden and Rygar. Those yeah. games are all arcade games that are not good. And then the NES version is like amazing. Yep. Well, Ragars. Yeah. It's, yeah. Still, it's still it's much yeah. more interesting. It's, like, it's really interesting. Like it's the arcade game. version looks better mm-hmm. graphically, but uh, your shield is a weapon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In order to make it like playable and fun at home, they had to like improve the gameplay yeah. immensely. Yeah. So. And they're all inspired by Zelda and Super Mario Brothers and this extensive like single player experience. So Evergame has the arcade version and the NES version, and you can switch regions between the Japanese and North American cool. version. And there's often differences there. Each game has save states and rewind features. Cool. I know. And then there's this separate. Uh, you switch of, regions on the fly. Yeah. Well, before you start your game. Oh, before you start your game. Yeah. And that's when you were saying in your review they don't explain what the differences are. So it'd be. Not Interesting to know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like a tally would be cool. Exactly, yeah. There's also this separate interactive timeline that walks you through the first 12 years of SNK's existence. Uh, Every single release, I think, of that first 12 years. And there's all this really obscure Japanese stuff that never made it over here. And it's all like really well documented with screenshots and, like you said, flyers and instruction manuals. There's SNK games that aren't in there because. They are just lost to time, or they're maybe because they're bad, or yeah, there's actually <laughs> there's also some like sexy games that they didn't <laughs> include in there from for, back then. Yeah, like some 80, 1980s like mahjong strip games, and everything's pre Neo Geo. Yeah. Everything is pre Neo Geo, so nineteen seventy eight to nineteen ninety, it's on there. What's it cost? Forty bucks. Forty bucks. Yeah. yeah. So which will end up fourteen games at launch, another eleven games, twenty five games total. Uh, so it's like a really well made collection of games that. Lot, most people don't even know exist. It's a little bit less than a dollar fifty, and that aren't not, they're not all super fun to play today. Although I think Akari Warriors one and two are really fun. There's a shooter, two D uh, side scrolling shooter called Prehistoric Isle. That's really fun. You're a biplane shooting up dinosaurs and giant cavemen. What do the dinosaurs do? You're in a plane. <laughs> <laughs> Get down here. They probably spit at you. It's really good. So um, like for me, someone like me, I'm really glad this collection exists. Mm-hmm. But it's like. It's just an interesting exercise to review because you're reviewing the collection, not like the games. You know, where mm-hmm. normally you're just like, well, this game isn't very much fun, so we give it a low score. Digital Eclipse should have made better games. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I know sometimes we talk about obscure mm-hmm. games, and we've reviewed, you know, obscure games collection, game collections that might seem obscure, like the Disney Afternoon collection or something, to a lot of people. But like, this is like another level. Yeah. <clears throat> like I think like a lot of people from one generation played Ducktales and uh, you know Mickey Mouse Capade or whatever, yeah. but. I don't know people that played these SNK games. Dude, I an- know Akari Warriors is the biggest one of those popularity-wise, but that's like for me, that's like pretty generic but fun co-op game on the NES. There's a vertically scrolling shooter called Alpha Mission mm-hmm. that's like Xevious. It's like Xevious. I didn't know Alpha Mission. Do you know yeah. Vanguard? Uh, I know. It's a side-scrolling shooter where the arcade had four buttons to shoot up, down, left, and right yeah. around your ship. Yeah, it's like crazy how obscure this stuff is. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I gave it a seven. I think it's a really good collection of. Uh, you know, old, old-timey retro games. Let's move on. This is a really interesting question. We got an email from Nicholas. He says, greetings, fellow Blue Brothers. Oh. With me being in the law enforcement line of work, uh-huh. I was curious as to what are some of the Omega Cops' favorite police-based video games? One that comes to my mind was Pursuit Force on the Sony PSP. Yeah. Thanks for all you do, and stay safe. Also, Harris County, where I patrol, is the county that Houston, Texas, is located in, if you're curious. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I was trying to think of police-based uh, games. All Resident Evil games. Yeah. Those yeah. Really that's really good. I well, didn't even think about that. Stars, Raccoon our, City PD. Our stars police? <laughs> Leon, Leon no is PD. Yeah, he is PD. Yeah. Uh, Virtual Cop. PD. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Forgot about And so, remind me, Virtual Cop is like a shooting gallery game? Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like Time Crisis. Well, yeah, so then, well, in that... Uh, in Virtual that Cop sense. actually has, like... 
dummies and uh, Hogan's Alley and stuff like that that you shoot Hogan's, at. Hogan's Alley is another good That's one. That's another good one. <laughs> uh, and then I guess uh, Lethal Enforcers would be another, another uh-huh. one. Are you cops in that one? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Until you go to the Wild West and then you're sheriffs. You're, <laughs> if, my, if memory <laughs> serves, I haven't played it since launch, but you're a cop in Sleeping Dogs, right? An undercover police officer. Uh, and I that's the whole tension of the sense. game is okay. like it's sort of you do missions for the you know Yakuza or whatever crime. It's not Yakuza, but whatever crime organization you're fighting mm-hmm. for, but you do missions for the police as well. Mm. And I think maybe you actually get to choose like who to betray. I don't hardly recall. Interesting. No. L- L.A. Noir. L.A. Noir. Like a cop that's game. A great one. But I didn't super love that game. So Yeah, I, 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 I like that game. I thought L.A. was just very like, interesting interesting and unlike almost anything else so much like Red Dead 2 where it's like so slow yeah and mm-hmm. they really want you to see the game yeah you know yeah, exactly. don't you play as police in like half the Need for Speed games Is I was gonna say Need for Speed Hot Pursuit oh. in particular half the game you're the cops half you're the, oh, the yeah. whatever I don't I don't even know if you're you're just like street racers that's yeah, street cool. racers. true yeah that game's really good that's fun uh, here's a good one how about APB mm-hmm. that's an old Atari old game Atari game from late 80s I got you one better Mappy I was gonna say, Mappy, oh, yeah. you're a cop mouse. I thought yeah. you were just a mouse. You're no, a cop, cop mouse. In the beginning of the game, it says Mappy as Mouse Police. <laughs> <laughs> That's his like credit screen credit. Uh, and then what about Narc? Yeah, Narc's. Yeah. Like, I know. Narc's from you, the height of the drug scare. Yeah, like you just you gun down every junkie that you come across in the game. So you're not really like, doing things by the book. No, <laughs> not, not really. <laughs> but unless you're of. Like you're an art, right? It, wait, are you on screen? No, you're not on screen, right? Yeah, it's a side-scrolling you're game. It's like, yeah. Do you have a uniform? No, but you wear a motorcycle helmet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's interesting. Like, obviously, in a military game, you have a little bit more leeway to just wantonly shoot and kill at will. Wanton. Although, you know, real military mm-hmm. can't do that either. But, like, that's the that's the contract that you enter into with, like, a military game with, like, a police game that doesn't feel quite as okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, narc is just short for narcotics officer, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the last one I came up with is the Police Quest series of yeah, sure. graphic adventure computer games. Are you a, are you a, uh, a police officer in Dino Crisis? In Dino Crisis, no, you are. Who I don't know who who are you? Or I, don't know. I know you're a woman. I can't you're a woman. And, but I don't. I don't know if you're a police officer or not. Hmm. You definitely you're packing heat. Yeah, it's tough. I don't know. I would say Resident it's Evil, tough. but it's like with Resident Evil, you're not like being a cop though. Like no. the whole structure of being a cop yeah. is kind of out the door. In the uh, GTA <laughs> games, you can get in a cop car and do cop missions. Yes, mm-hmm. that's true. Because that, that's how uh, being a cop works. If you can just push down game, three, you're you a can cop just get now. In, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also a taxi driver. Yeah. Or an ambulance. Or an driving. ambulance. Fire. GTA three had it all, man. Yeah, man. I was gonna say in the Walking Dead games, but no, just Rick Grimes is a cop, and he's only in the show and comics. He's, you don't play as him in the games. No. Nope. No. Nope. All right, one more email this week comes from Edgar in Monterey, Mexico. Uh, he says, I've been a GameScoop listener for around three years. This is my first time writing. I'm a huge Simpsons fan, and I don't understand why the video game industry has veered away from that franchise. Mm. I remember playing the Simpsons Road Rage and Hit and Run on my PS2 and having a blast with them. Mm-hmm. The classic arcade Simpsons game is great, too. The last console, console game they released was The Simpsons Game, and that was back in 2007. Wow. My question to you is, is there room for a Simpsons video game out in the market? And if so, what would be an interesting premise for it? Yeah, they should give it. I was telling you this before we started recording. They should this do like the stick of truth treatment. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. That make like work. an uh, I don't know if they have the writing RPG staff for that at this yeah. point, but um, make an RPG, make a new virtual Springfield. Well, I was going to say there was a mobile game. That's that game was is still like so popular. Very, very popular. Simpsons tapped oh, out is tap- incredible. You, you don't yeah. need to make another Simpsons game because of that. <laughs> I'm sure they're making tons of money off the Simpsons tapped yeah. out, which is I, an EA game. EA does that, yeah. EA I played game. tapped out for a long time just because it was fun to build my own take on Springfield. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was what I got out of that. I didn't care about like the missions or story or any of that. Yeah. But as for console games, you know, I I'd say that's it, it's just like it's probably just has to do with the fact that the Simpsons show isn't yeah. what it used to be and mm-hmm. hasn't been for a long time, right? It's still like hugely rated and everybody watches and stuff. I just don't personally know anybody though. But it's like it's I think it's very similar to the Family Guy where uh, we had some of the guys on our show at Comic Con this year, mm-hmm. and they were upfront about. It. They said, "Look, I don't think any one of us would say that the Family Guy is like operating on all at its best today." Mm-hmm. But what it these shows, what they become after such a long time is like comfort food to mm-hmm. their fans. Like people just tune in on Sundays yeah, and they, that's true. They, it's something very familiar that, that they That has expect. a popular mobile game too. 
That also does too. Yeah. yeah. So I would, yeah, I still popular in that in that sense, but in order to make a very expensive AAA video game, maybe that's oh, not the totally. right license for it. You know? I, I think the GTA the clone version of that game run. was like really clever. I mean, I think yeah. that's the way to go because you get a cool cell shaded universe. I've I've watched a lot of Hit and Run. It's one of the most speed ran games. Really, like that's one of the top wow. ones. Is Simpsons Hit one. and Run? Hmm. I I don't know why. Wasn't there a wrestling one? A Simpsons wrestling yeah, game? There was. There's a Futurama action platformer game. Yep, I remember that PS2. Really? That was, yeah. was that right when the show was being canceled, or it, right it, after? It's I mean, obviously it's right. That was such a short <clears> time period. I think it was right before, but uh, it's very rare. Um. I remember I had Bart versus the Space Mutants on the Sega Genesis. Mm-hmm. That game is bad, but young little Justin just tried so hard to convince myself it was good because I really loved The Simpsons and didn't have that many video games, so I played that game a lot. What's the it's one where you like? You, it's like a side scroller, and then you like jump into like I can't remember. It's like you jump into like a heart, and then it's like a mission. I maybe it's not a heart. Maybe it's something else. Like, there were two. There was Bart versus the Space Mutants, and then there was a different Bart Simpson like adventure game where I think you're traveling through time or something like. Yeah, that. it's like it's mm-hmm. like you went into something, and then all of a sudden you were like a giant Godzilla. Yeah, Bart that was the Simpson. other one. Yeah. And you're like going through, oh. and then is that Bart's like nightmare? Something, something, yeah, yeah Bart's nightmare. And then there's, I was like, then there's about dreams. There's Bart and Radioactive Man is the third one on NES. These are all on NES, and then finally Krusty's Funhouse, which is the fourth one on NES. Yeah, there's four Simpsons games technically on NES. That's a and lot. Then, and then the yeah. Simpsons, and all those were on. Genesis was there a Simpsons game on Nintendo 64? I can't name one. No. And then as, yeah, there was the Simpsons arcade game. From there that. would have been Game Boy games at the time. Though. Still a yeah, classic. Sure. I like one of my favorite little details in the Simpsons arcade game is that when Marge gets electrocuted, it makes a reference to how she was originally going to be a bunny person. Mm. Whoa, really? That Matt mm. Groening, you know, mm. apocryphal story about how the Simpsons Just replaced was, the ears of the hair. Yeah. And that brings us to Video Game 20 Questions. Our suggestion this week comes from Ryan in Chicago. Let the questioning begin. Uh, is this game 2D? No. Could this game uh, be in a manual on this table? No. Oh. So it's yes, not a Nintendo 64 <laughs> game. I would take that as a year answer more than anything, because who knows what the ads are in these? Oh, that's true. That's true. That's true. I don't um, think they well. Okay. Looks it's, like it's he's funny. confident with his answer. Every, every time I'm on GameScoop, I forget about GameScoop 20 questions. <laughs> so Never I'm always like, you like super us, off guard. <laughs> would you like to ask you some questions so you remember? That's fine. Just, <laughs> just don't think about it that much. Uh, let's see. Okay. Is this a licensed video game? No. This game come out after January 1st, 2010? No. I want to give somebody credit for a question. I'm going to answer. We're in real trouble. I'm going to look it up. You, what do you mean to skip you? Well, the question is, and I'll give you credit yeah. in a second. Uh, could this game have been presented in a press conference at E3 by one of the parties that presents press conferences at E3? No. Well, well then. So it's an old game. That means it's an old game. Yeah. What? Hold on. No, it just means we it's, it's, it's not from like like from Ubisoft. Uh, uh, you know, all the companies that do press conferences. But what about the third-party games that are presented at, like, Sony's conference and Microsoft's conference? Like, EA is on stage at, you know, like, Bethesda yeah. showed off Fallout 76 at Xbox. Yeah, I mean, I guess I'll have to narrow down the wording of that question. Yeah. <laughs> so I still I, think I don't the know answer, what we got out of I it. I still think the answer is no. Okay. Uh, is this game set before the era of Nintendo 64, PlayStation, that era. Is the game set? So, so is it well, the remember, 1996? We, hold on. Before, we know it's a 3D game. Wait, well, how do we know that? Because that was the first question we asked. <laughs> oh, okay. I think I, I was said, just so baffled. <laughs> I said, <laughs> is it a 3D game? I said, is it a 2D game? And he said no. Oh, okay. Uh, that question was from Mikey Mac, at Mikey Mac. So it could be Zelda for NES. Wait, so you did not actually ask a question, did we, you? Uh, well, Justin talked me out of it. I don't yeah. know what to do now. So if it can't Pets. be... <laughs> Um, I don't know. I feel like it's well. So is it, it's going to be between two thousand two thousand ten, maybe right? Well, Got to be. Could Let's be. Ask it. Okay. Okay. So is it after January first, two thousand? Yes. Okay. Uh, <laughs> was this game developed in Japan? No. Um, probably an Activision game. They're the one that doesn't do a big E three press conference. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um. Was this game, uh, does this game have multiplayer? Yes. 
Uh, is this game open world? No. Oh, it's 3D, but not open world. Is this game played from a first-person perspective? Mm. I better not answer that one. Uh, it's it, it's possible, but I'm not sure if you, if you are if you could. Okay. Okay. Uh, 3D game, non-open world game. Do you shoot? Uh, you shooting guns in this game? No. That's ten. Okay. Uh, is this uh, was this game on a Nintendo platform? Yes. Mm. Good question. Uh, so it's pr- probably on the GameCube. Yeah. Or we. Or we. Or three. Or three DS. Or three. Yeah. Or, or handheld. Uh, does this game support local like multiplayer? Like we 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 decided it was multiplayer. Is it local, like on the couch? Uh, just uh, are you sure you want to ask that question? Why? Given the the time period where you know this game was released. Oh, okay. Is that so a good? Definitely yes. Okay. Damon, the friend. Uh, is this game exclusive to a platform? It was for a time. <sighs> I think it's I think it's Super Monkey Ball, guys. Mm-hmm. Um. But we know that that's not first person. Well, I don't know. Um, are you the monkey ball? Oh, or wait. Are you or are the you ball? the stage? You are actually tilting the stage, technically. The stage. Yeah. As what? As the open well, board. What sort of, what <laughs> sort of entity are you in? But monkey then the ball? bigger question is, just because you're the one, just because you're controlling the stage, does that mean you are the stage, or can you still be the monkey? Are you who you control in a game? What? <laughs> When, no. you, when you play StarCraft, <laughs> are you the unit? Yeah, or are yeah, you yeah, the got, guy who uh, does the dragon? We've, we've, we've been, been through this, this yeah. <laughs> uh, you, yeah. You said, so was this game exclusive to the GameCube when it launched? No. But we do know it was on a Nintendo platform, and we know it launched exclusively on a platform. So it's got to be exclusive to the Wii when it launched? Or handheld. Yeah, I guess. Oh. I don't know. Do we need to get the console down? I, it's, it'd be helpful to me. All right. So, so is this a Wii game? It was on the Wii, yes. Okay. Okay. And it, wait, do I, can you? Was it developed in Japan? I don't remember the no, answer. No, no. The answer was no. Uh, it was exclusive ooh. when it came out, but it's not anymore. Wow. But so but that could mean just because now it's on Wii U. Could be Carnival Games from uh, 2K. <laughs> I'm trying to think about big Wii exclusives that well, were not, not from Japan. Not that were not from Japan that yeah. eventually came to other platforms. To clarify, I never said this was a Wii exclusive. We said it was exclusive. Exclusive when it launched. Yep. Right, and that's not helpful. But the, the, well, yeah, I don't get what just got clarified. That it wasn't a Wii. It's probably a game that got ported to the Wii. Then is what how I take that. But no, I thought we oh. asked the question that it was. No, I take it as it was exclusive to the Wii, and then it eventually got ported. To Why did you else? take it that way? Uh, Damon's clarifying for us. He's helping us okay. out. All right, okay, all right. <laughs> <laughs> something ported to the Wii. Did what? Were motion controls added for the Wii? Yeah, I mean. I would assume so, but once again, are you sure you want to spend your question on that? Well, I'm curious because for a the Wii, of, a lot of th- <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it'd be, it's pretty unusual for a port to happen on the Wii and then mm. you know motion controls be added to it. Could be Goldeneye. Yeah, yeah. No, but. it actually couldn't be because it came, didn't come out in the 2000s originally. Um, and, do, and it's not a licensed game. We already asked that, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's true. I don't know. I, I think we can get this one. It's just gonna. I'm be like, a, yeah. it's, it's a weird one. You don't shoot guns. It's 3D. Mm-hmm. Could it be? Did Boom Blocks come out in other things? It did, but it, but then that would be that would be a weird clarification from Damon because it was exclusive to the Wii. First. Also, the E3 press conference. EA has a press conference, and they had it back then. They, so. pr- they probably didn't back then. No, I think it was just the first parties for a long time. The third party proliferation of press conferences is a relatively recent development. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Would you call this an indie game? No. That's 15. All right. I think I'm like Zombie U and Red Steel, but those are both like those are Wii U very games. obvious. Those are very, oh, yeah. One of those Wii U. Wii it's like very obvious. Those Red, are I was thinking Red Steel also, but I, I, I can't remember who developed it's that. Third, it's a third person game, not first person. I well, didn't, right. I didn't. He, he's unclear. I wasn't sure about Well, yeah, but Zombie, but like U, Red Zombie Steel, U and Red Steel, Steel are would clearly know first, first person, person games. Uh, is this oh, it's a tough one. I'm just gonna read this book. Is this a is this a slashy game? You slashing things up with swords in this game? No. 
what are you doing this game? It's weird that it had multiplayer. So yes. it could be like a more peaceful game. It could be like a buildy game. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Although, like, you know, it's too early for Minecraft. Maybe. Is it too early for Minecraft? Minecraft? That was uh, 2000s. I don't it's not think a Wii. Minecraft, Minecraft ever hit Wii. the Wii. Yeah. Um, yeah. Is there a sequel to this game? No. Shoot. Three questions left. We're not even close. Sam, remember the hack. Yeah. Have What's we that? mentioned this game yet? Is that the hack? Have you mentioned this game when? Oh, on this episode of Game Scoop. Have you mentioned this game <laughs> on this episode of Game Scoop? Son of a bitch. Yes. <sighs> Wait, that's the hack? Yeah. I'm so confused. But how weird is that, right? <laughs> I mean, that is weird. Two questions. One is question and a guess. But I think too? what he was, why he had me clarify is we could have asked, did we mention this game during 20 questions? What game, what games have we mentioned? So we talked about all of Rockstar's library, but none of them hit the Wii. So it's not like Bully. I mean. Yeah. It could have been Bully. Until, bully. It's Bully. Yeah, but that didn't come to the Wii. Yes, it did. Did it come Yeah. To so it did. Bully, clearly not first person though. Yeah, but it might you you do slingshot stuff in first person. Did Rockstar publish this game? Yes. Do you do you play as a bully in this game? You don't have that you, question to you ask. Have a, you oh, have wait, a, this is it. Yeah. Uh, okay, is it bully? Is it bully? Nope. Oh! <laughs> it's Rockstar's table tennis. <laughs> that didn't oh! come to the Wii. Sure did. That yeah. was the Wii? We had that argument about table tennis coming to the Wii before. <laughs> I thought that was a super 360 exclusive. Came to no! 360 in 2006, came to the Wii in 2007. I thought that was like super 360 yeah. exclusive. Is it like, a, like that game looked good for the time? I can't see oh, that, that being ported to the Wii. That was solid 20 questions right there. <laughs> Dang. I feel good about that one. Yeah, I really dislike, by the way, how the aspect nope. ratio of the Japanese release, the American ones and the Japanese ones aren't the same size. The Japanese ones are bigger. Yeah, well. It's been bothering me as I've been sorting them here. Um, but Bully did come to the Wii, right? Bully also was ported to the Wii. That's awesome. Yeah. What a weird time that was. I know. When everybody took their like yeah. fancy games and were like, we need to dumb these down. Uh, and then I can't, <laughs> I, I'm not sure if you play that game in first person or not. So that was my confusion. You know what, Damon? The motion controls question would have helped me a lot. Well, they obviously it had motion controls on the Wii, though. No, that's not well, the case. A, a game like that wouldn't come to the Wii without motion controls. But we didn't know the game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we didn't know the game. That's the problem. Okay, okay. I guess maybe if it had been like bully, then maybe that question is not as obvious. Yeah. All right, I take that one back. You want to try again? <laughs> no, I want to read is this. Is it Rockstar Stable <laughs> I want to read this manual to Human Grand Prix. Human Grand Prix. Not Cat Grand Prix, as I no. pointed out to Damon before. Human Grand Prix. Thank you for your suggestion. Ryan in Chicago, if you have your own suggestions for Video Game 20 questions, email them to me at... Gamescoop at IGN.com. That is all the scoops that we have for you this week. Thank you, Justin. Thank you, Sam. Thank you, Mark. We're going to clean up all these N64 yep. manuals. Oh, we're not. Starcraft 64, I found. Yeah. Oh, no, that's not it. Oh, it is it. it, it is. I thought it was Pokemon because it was yellow. Oh. Uh, my name is Damon. Hey, this is IGN Gamescoop. And we're out.